What's up, everybody? It's uh, Wes and Andy. We're back. It's Tuesday. Welcome to uh, Random Phantom for the week of uh, June 27th. The last week of June, the first week of summer. Summer, where have you been? It's out there. Hasn't been that far away. This has been the most, I was just saying, this has been the most inconsistent spring that I can remember in a long time. Yeah, didn't it just snow in Alberta this week? Uh, Yes, it did. (laughs) Makes me glad I don't live out there. Mm-hmm. Makes all those uh, stereotypes about Canada just well, seem true. weird. That is true. It is uh, Tuesday night that it is Random Fandom. It's the show that we uh, like to get together and talk about some of the headlines uh, ripped from uh, the annals of uh, movies, television, toys, music, and whatever else strikes our fancy. Usually pop culture theme always pop culture theme well not always always we did do some weird stuff last True. week before no it was a week before we kind of dipped into the paranormal a little we bit did. but it was in the sin city so yeah yeah hopefully you guys are uh, enjoying the show i hope uh you've brought all your questions and comments and uh, we are taking as always your questions and comments uh, live in the uh, live chat and if you want and, to uh, you can call in yeah, you can call. Uh, it actually works now. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know uh, if that's going to get old at some point, but I promise it works this time. It really does. Did you come up with an answer from that random question yet? The re- No, I did I not. Did you? To. I forgot to. Sunday night, uh, if, if you guys, anybody out there joined us uh, uh, this uh, past Sunday night on our uh, Road to Ahsoka review series, um, we got a random uh, question from Twitch. Now we're still broadcasting over on Twitch, which is kind of funny because it's the one that nobody watches on. <laughs> or so we thought. But apparently when people do watch, um, they're like the like just weird questions. We get this question about, uh, oh, and they actually pref- they prefaced it with random question. Mm. <laughs> uh, which celebrity would you like to see tickled? <laughs> I told my I, I wife still that. I don't know. It went upstairs. I told my wife after that. It, and the question was, am I doing the tickling or not? That would change the entire dynamic of the question. I don't have an answer for that. I don't actually, I, th- I was thinking about it and it would, it would be based on like, who's got a great laugh. Mm. And I think, um, what did Hank say? Oh yeah. His answer was William Shatner. He's like the answer for every question. William Shatner. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jack Black. Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be kind of funny. Even with you doing the tickling? No, that would just be weird. <laughs> but it would seem almost right with him. Maybe. He'd be down for a tickling. <laughs> All right, speaking of uh, random, uh, it's time that we uh, have our own uh, round of Random Fandom Trivia. Nice. Who is that guy? I don't know, but I bet you he lives with the Star Wars guy. I was going to say, uh, it sounds like a, a Zentradi. Maybe. From uh, Robotech. Ooh. Anyway. Anyway, this week's question. 
What is the name of the fictional town where Stranger Things takes place? Why you had to get me on one that I haven't watched yet, dude? Watch I it. I know it's criminal I that I haven't watched it. it, it, it I, I, I get it because it's a little bit horror based, but I'm so I'm I'm working through that. I'm working through that. Um, Kim swears that I should sit down and watch this now, and she's not the only one. Lots of our common friends have said the same thing. It's got an awesome I'm a, soundtrack. I'm a big D and D nerd guy, so like it was. Oh, it's like loaded yeah. with D and D references. It I'm like, absolutely is. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> Uh, the fictional town where Stranger Things takes place. I have no idea. Do any of you folks out there know the fictional town that Stranger Things takes place? Oh, we got an answer coming in from Red Swenson. We got one answer coming in. I'm going to give it a few more seconds. Uh, do we, anybody else chiming in? The question is, what is the name of the fictional town where Stranger Things takes place? Give it a five and a four and a three and a two. And one all right red swenson uh on youtube it. tonight comes in with hawkins indiana which is correct that is correct there all right go. um tonight's show uh was kind of uh, again like most of these yeah, <laughs> they're all, all over the place uh uh some of these i think i sent over to you i didn't really send that many over this week yeah, i found a few i've had my head down doing uh, uh home renovation stuff as i've mentioned before and it's uh, this ongoing process and so uh Tonight, I'm a little bit extra sore because I've got a pulled muscle. And Aww. yeah, so. Um, she's gone out and she can't like massage you back down. No, she's out doing fun stuff tonight. Uh, but but I get to stay home and do fun stuff with all of you guys. So. That's right. All right, let's kick it off. Where do you want to go first tonight, Andy? Uh, let's start her off uh, in the game world, I guess. In the game world? Oh in my the game gosh, world. what's going on over here? Let's switch this out because this looks just kind of weird. There we there go. That's go. better that's better so, off to the world of gaming by gaming you mean video video games, games? Yeah. all right uh, they've announced this week that the batman arkham trilogy will be coming to the switch so uh all three games have all downloadable common yeah i have you played, played them okay i played them right. on ps3 so ah, city city i think is my favorite i quite arkham enjoyed city. city yeah um but warner brothers interactive entertainment has confirmed that the only physical version will be Batman uh, Arkham Asylum on the cartridge. And it's so it will be cartridge based. It will be cartridge based for the first one. Okay. But there will be download codes for a or a city and night. So uh, the switch I, is probably the machine that I know the least about. Um, it's versatile in, in that it can go lots of places and sure, sure. all around fun. Um, I've seen the whole, like, take the thing out and use it like the, the old Wiimotes, yep. uh, put them together. I've seen the, can this, can this be cast to a television? Do yeah, I, yeah. It actually has a dock. You just put the whole unit in and you're playing on uh, whatever TV you, uh, so what you just take your controls and, and link and them then, together. And then it's like a little normal like a, controller. Oh my gosh. Or like you can turn them on the side and they still function as uh, single controllers. Like the old school, like a Nintendo. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yep, <laughs> it's got a lot of playability. Uh, a lot of the downloadable stuff is good too. Um, you could get the old NES, the Super Nintendo, yeah, the N64. Yeah, yeah. Were these like emulators? Emulators, or? yeah. Oh. Right from the Nintendo store. So. Red brings up an interesting point here. He says uh, it's the best console that I ever bought. Not super powerful though. No. Talking about uh, Batman, th those are big games. They are. They are super, super uh, dense uh, uh, in terms of like the environments. Mm -hmm. 
Um, that is one of the things that's got me uh, on the fence say, here with this. Is that going to be like you put Batman, let's say Arkham City, on this console, and that's it? You yeah, got you got nothing you got. else on there. I don't know for sure, but <laughs> you try and get all three on there. I'd be and, curious. And to know. they only function when the cartridge is in. So, oh it's not like you can wow! And take the cartridge out. You got to have that cartridge in there too to play. So that's kind of like what they did. Um, I, I played a lot of uh, Rock Band. Hmm for the rock band and guitar hero wars the, yeah. the two games competed with each other one yeah. was derivative of the other anyway i digress played a lot of rock band it took them a while but they finally got around to it by the time they they uh, figured out rock band three um they had basically turned rock band one and two into dlc so as long as you had the rock band three disc and you had the most up-to-date uh, update for the game you could play the music all most of the music from one and two as long as you had w- the one disc which at the time for me is like great i don't have to change discs yeah so to me that was an advantage in this case i feel like that might be a bit of a disadvantage maybe a little bit depends how much space you actually have on your switch though but I, I know you can expand it with like uh sd cards and whatnot but oh, so it is expandable that in that way sense. but the old sd card huh yeah because I guess uh, the Steam versions of uh, City and Night clock yeah. in somewhere around like 17.9 gig. Oh, so that is, uh, that's big. It is big. That's a long download. <laughs> I don't know what the processing speed on this thing is, but that is a long download. Oh, it's fun. Oh, what's Red saying? Red says, oh man, Rock Band and Guitar Hero need to get remakes to best party games ever. Rock Band did get a, 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 a revival. A, they they tried they honestly tried but i think by that time the the hype had uh, passed maybe if they had left it like for a few more years because rock band 4 came out for the last generation console so uh playstation 4 and xbox one i bought it um i think i've only played it just a handful of times uh surprisingly uh, a lot of the and I'd spent lots of money on that game because they got down. They basically had their own music service. Yeah. If you wanted to, you could just go in and buy it. Like you could buy packs of songs, but sometimes a pack of songs, I didn't like them all. So I would just, I just buy want individual, want individual songs, which by the way, is the most expensive way to do it. <laughs> but that's what I do. And I must've spent a couple bucks. <laughs> hundreds hundreds of dollars on uh, rock band i loved it so much and that's um, the thing right with downloadable content right you don't have yeah, a physical yeah, yeah, yeah. anything you know that doesn't bother day. me I, I the people who say that you know but i don't i don't own it well did you, you never read did. did you ever read the small print on your discs when you when you went to the store you didn't buy that you're getting a license true you never physically but you never owned it don't i can still go back and plug uh donkey no, Kong that is true that's Super true Nintendo that's and true. still play it so there is something Absolutely. to be said for a physical copy uh i won't deny that i guess maybe i'm just I, i'm such a latecomer to the to the digital world and now i've fully embraced it that i'm just like i, I mean i have too much stuff and not enough house and um something's got to give it's not my house <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah arkham trilogy coming to uh, the switch i think that's exciting for yeah, people who are uh, for folks that haven't played it yet it's an awesome game yeah absolutely awesome series 
Where are we going to go next? Oh, wait a minute. I didn't know about this. No? Well, I guess the, another one for you. Here you go. All right. Want to talk about this one? Yeah. Right. Uh, Principal Photography has started on Beetlejuice 2. Yes. And uh, Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, Michael Keaton are, are descending upon London to shoot their respective roles. I'm digging it. Uh, paparazzi have been uh, nosing around and catching set photography. So uh, the house on the hill is yeah, returning. Yeah, yeah. The red bridge is returning. <laughs> Um, there's some new stuff as well. Uh, and this came by way of mad monster magazine. I'm um, not aware of that, uh, digital online publication. I or? believe so. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, they've found a crypt and, uh, another couple of spots, like a little church that are in the process of getting made for it. And, you know, I don't know what their purpose is, or maybe that'll be like the new gateway to Beetlejuice, but, oh, sure. Yeah. You know, all in all, it'll be fun. Um, more information on it uh tim burton is returning to direct did we not know this beforehand i'm not sure if we do this beforehand i kind of feel like maybe i, I feel it would have been wrong if it wasn't him i don't know james but, mangold and uh indiana jones yeah mind you i mean he did sort of get the uh the spielberg sort of seal of approval true um but we do have newcomers coming over to the uh, film as well. Of course. Uh, Jenna Ortega, of course, Willem Dafoe, Justin oh. Thero, and Monica Bellucci. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in what role she'll be playing, but um, when you say Willem Dafoe and I'm thinking like Goblin. somewhere between, yeah, Goblin and uh, his, uh, you ever seen, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the agent. He played an FBI agent in uh, the Boondock Saints. Hmm. Unhinged off the rails, like crazy, like, <laughs> like woo -woo, crazy but like amazing so i i hope it's something crazy like mm, that maybe he could well. be the new otho oh really yeah yeah I, I could love i would love to see him as like some wacky paranormal expert or something yeah really but, um jenna ortega fantastic is uh wednesday, wednesday adams yeah yeah, yeah so i can't uh, right can't up the same alley is uh winona Ryder's original character right right um on top of all that uh danny elfman is back with the score well, that only makes so, sense, uh, you know. I mean, you're like there. you're really getting the band back together. Yeah, interesting. Um, because well, I mean, I don't want to. I was going to say, you was Gina Davis still acting? Uh, I don't know, but at this point, I don't think her or Baldwin are. <laughs> I, say, uh, I just I chose to not bring. <laughs> I didn't bring him up on purpose. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> wait, wait, Eric Red. Red says, I'm something of a horror actor myself. Maybe you could be the new Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Come on, that's a Spider-Man line, man. <laughs> I'm something of a scientist myself, you know. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's shaping up to be good as long as it's not Beetlejuice in Hawaii. I like seeing this kind of behind-the-scenes stuff and uh, knowing that. Uh, that's weird, too. Uh, the paranormal connection that it's being filmed in London mm. because so is firehouse. Really? Yeah. Oh, we, that's true. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I mean, partly, Par in York, partly. Um, but also in, uh, in London. So that's interesting that two, two horror Ghosty. comedy yeah. franchises of the same or similar period. Well, I guess Beetlejuice is the nineties really. Yeah. Mind you, Ghostbusters two was 89 and they, they missed they it by one. Cause they played it at, uh, they played it as, uh, what? 1999 oh. or, or was it 1990? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Now that I, I'm oh. going to have to look it up now. I'm terrible. I'm going to look at, uh, because I know it was with the new year. Vigo would become new. Yeah. 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 
let's figure it out here. Uh, ghost B U S T E R Ghostbusters two eighty nine. It is. Yeah, that's when it actually came out. I thought they were playing it contemporary though. I don't know. It was supposed to be set five years after. Uh, oh, after the original. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Well, there's that. Um, this one kind of caught me. Uh, I've seen it twice now, and it still weirds me out. AI oh my gosh! Has wait, taken over. Wait, some positions at Walmart. Is this in Canada? This is in Canada. The the one on uh, the left is actually in Port Perry. Oh, we've been to that store. We've been. Yeah, to that we've store. been to that store. And uh, yeah, there are uh, AI. Well, droid like floor cleaners now. <laughs> And they've been around for a couple of years and they've gone through some upgrades on, on the right there. You can see the model from uh, 2021. Sure. Which still included a human a, seat a seat and a steering wheel, but the new 2023 stuff uh, it's like right out of the movie robots. Like I they, was thinking like face. On yeah. The that is thing. that like from Thomas, the tank engine? It here? could be like, yeah, yeah. what was his name? Rodney Copperbottom. Or... <laughs> but yeah, right, right they, from they just drive around the store and clean the floors. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, so uh, took our jobs, I guess. Now the question is, how many how many people now that know they're out there are gonna like stand in front of the thing and just mess with it? Like, oh, they stop. They do. They do stop. Well, if, I would. If th- the path is not clear, do. it won't go. Um, this one in particular, it had stopped because somebody left a little uh, pull cart halfway out in the aisle. Right, right, right. And uh, you look at the screen. It says, "Call management. My path is blocked." <laughs> I'm so you know I if I'd have known this was coming up I would have uh, embedded the uh, um, uh, I would have programmed our our sound uh, soundboard for the um, the Terminator. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <wait. laughs> oh. Turk my gerb. Turk my gerb. Anonymous oh. Facebook user, great grandfather at uh, ten hundred. Oh, the T one thousand. Great grandfather of the T one thousand. Oh, yeah, that's this is the better. this is the T one. <laughs> it's got a nose like a Star Trek thing there. Uh, yeah, little triangular, or it's a I don't know. Is that or is this? I the, think that might be the emblem of the company that built it. I was going to say this is the resurgence of Pontiac. Maybe <laughs> they moved on to droids. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird. Just like, there goes the droid. Well, that's the most random thing of the week so far. (laughs) But, you know, AI kind of leads us into our next one. Okay. Uh, Before we get to the next one, if you're just joining us now, welcome, everybody. It is uh, Random Phantom Tuesday night. We're talking about uh, all things kind of uh, pop culture uh, since the last time we met. Uh, If you've got uh, some random pop culture entertainment news that you want to talk about, hit us up in the comments uh, on whatever platform you're watching. Of course, you can always uh, pick up the phone and give us a call on the, uh, the old WhatsApp. The line is open and let's uh, move into our next story item for the week. Yeah. Oh, AI is right. Yeah. So secret invasion episode one has dropped and it's been fairly well received. Um, Uh, I have watched it. I have watched it. I'm up to speed on this. You were not a fan of the ending. I was not a fan of the ending. We can we t- we'll talk about that after. Yeah, we'll talk about. Um, it. but after uh, earlier this week, Marvel confirmed that AI generated images yeah. were used to create the opening credit sequence for the show. And one of the biggest concerns woven into the backlash was that did it put traditional artists out of work? 
or as we've seen, my biggest question is, as we have already seen with some of the still art online, is did it pick from from actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Looking at these six fingered <laughs> people. Yeah. Ah. But the studio that produced it, uh, Method Studios, sure, uh, they say that it, that couldn't be further from the case. Okay. Um, they are saying that uh, the concerns are not warranted, that this is just a tool that helped them use it. Um, and in uh, a quote from them, it said, uh, it involved tr a tremendous amount of talented art directors, animators, proficient in both 2D and 3D, artists and developers who employed conventional techniques to craft all the aspects of the project. Yet when you get to the credits of the show, yep. there's only eight names. I had a discussion uh, uh, with Hank. It was, well, you were in there on it as well. I think so. And I was, th I was talking about, we were talking about CG. We were talking about the flash and the colossally bad CGI. And I had inadvertently not even thinking about the backlash over secret wars. I'd actually said, is this maybe one area where artificial intelligence in film might actually help? Because we've, we already know that bad CGI is a product of, of two things, Lack not enough, of. not enough time, not enough money combination of those two things. Yeah. Could AI mitigate one of those so that you could produce a film on a tighter, a tighter schedule or tighter budget and still maintain a higher quality because you're employing less art. Sorry. You are employing less artists to do so. Never mind the ethics of the whole thing, but is that somewhere where AI might actually be an effective tool? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not pro or, or, or against, I'm just asking the question. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Oh, wait, Red's let's got Red's got something to say. What let's get let's get Red's two cents. Red says, <clears throat> so long as AI work is human curated, it is a tool, not a replacement. My two cents. I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. I think we are saying that. But it all thing. it all does come down to what database of images is that AI drawing from. Well, this is this is the thing, right? So like if you took let's let's stick with Marvel for a second. If if Kevin Foggy and the folks at Marvel uploaded every every second of, every of cgi that's ever appeared in the mcu is that okay to go in and mine that for future projects yeah if you're mining it for a future marvel that's project, what i mean yeah. that, that's what i'm talking about but like if you uploaded as well all the dc stuff now you're getting in trouble absolutely right absolutely no i hear you i, I guess the, the thing is and we saw it with one of my favorite artists who was uh not who's not a fan of it uh, with Todd Lockwood, like the stuff that, and you've seen examples. There's a comic yeah. book artist that you uh, had mentioned before, which no names, no pack drill, but like yeah. pulling imagery from actual artists and then surgically stitching it together in this Franken, Franken art. Can I call it that? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. We used to call it collages. <laughs> yeah. Well, you cut it out from the magazine yeah. and you glued it. <laughs> glue it together and take an eye from here and the hand from there and sure sure man um now that being said your personal opinion what did you think of the the title sequence uh a bit of it left me wanting because they didn't exactly look like scrolls they just looked like sure, random sure. weird green aliens okay but you know shape-shifting i get that 
I, I was neither here nor there with it. I didn't think it was like it didn't blow me away. No, it didn't. I mean, it's sort of okay. There's the titles. It it works okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Red's got a follow up question, or I should say, follow up uh, comment. He says you have to choose the source material to get a good result from AI. Uh, it is that curation that does the job. If your source for a Marvel uh, AI is all stuff already paid for by Marvel, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, but if that curation is somebody morally unbound and they're just pulling from wherever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the show's been out for, uh, for what, just, uh, just for a week, a week now. So, uh, week. episode two will drop uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, is it okay? Are we okay? Are we clear to drop, I to think, drop into episode I, one spoiler territory? I think so, okay. People have had a week to do it. So, um, I've, we had this conversation offline, but I want to tell everybody out here, this <laughs> you want to know what grinds my gears <laughs> you america all right here we go um first of all why is it that the mcu is so hard on their shield agents what the hell we we know. killed colson we killed we out we slaughtered colson yeah loki did him in but then we brought him back in a in a project we brought him back for agents of shield which was supposed to be part of the mcu and it technically was until <laughs> few seasons later now you tell me no 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 it's not part of the mcu and colson has never been seen in a theatrical appearance since nope then you went and screwed up sharon carter uh agent 13 when you made her uh a crime boss this underworld crime boss that totally just ruined that character unless she's like a triple agent and that has yet to be revealed I, i i could get on board with that but and now they've killed Maria Hill. Yeah. And I was she so did angry. Not revert. I was so, you know, no, she's. Uh, that was the last holdout. I was like, she's going to be a scroll? No. Yeah. <sighs> but, not happy. But there are rumors that Chloe Bennett might make an appearance in this. Chloe Bennett? Yeah. Like from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, interesting. So, interesting. Maybe. Um, and the thing with, with that is like, I'm like, and Colby Smulders didn't even get a, didn't even get her name in the freaking credits. No, that was the part that burned me. I'm like, you unceremoniously killed this woman's character. You brought her back for what basically amounts to a glorified cameo. And you didn't even give her a special appearance by not even that you're either wanting to piss fans off like me, which congratulations, you've done it. Um, and if that's part of the plan and you're going to tear up, you're going to pull up my heartstrings even more and bring her back. Oh, Marvel. Um, but as it stands right now, bad Scoobies. <laughs> Eric says, uh, sorry, Red says, uh, Colson from Agents is a variant retcon all the things. <laughs> Multiverse. <laughs> Multiverse. <laughs> all right. I'm all right with that. I will reserve judgment until the end of the series. All right. All right. Oh, I like this next one. This one this. is a big maybe. I hope it's a well, well at I least the, the location yes. piece of it is a maybe. And if it is, it's close enough that we might be able to go and see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, this is like this is interesting. Yeah, uh, the Star Trek crew will boldly go to the Warsaw Caves. At least the scouting, uh, the scouting uh, location scouts are going. Yeah, and they're going to scout it out for this new Section Thirty One movie. Yeah, which is. Was it supposed to be a TV series and then uh, a movie a and special then special event of some I, sort? Presumably, this is going to be a, a 
Paramount Plus thing. Hmm. Although the way that they're handling Star Trek right now yeah. uh, has some fans' uh, um, uh, feathers are ruffled. Yeah, I would say so. Section 31, uh, this is coming off the, uh, what, second season of Star Trek Discovery where Michelle Yeoh's character, Philippa Giorgio, from, uh, Empress Giorgio from the Mirror Universe is now stranded in the Prime uh, the Prime Universe uh, and is recruited by uh, Section 31. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, uh, I thought we were going to see something long before now because what we're at season... Discovery season, what, five is about to drop? I think so. Yeah, the, the fifth and final, final season. Thank God for that. It's, it's getting old, by the way. But yeah. Um, yeah, like they're scouting. They're only in like the preliminary investigation piece right now. Sure, um, sure. But uh, Autonomy Conservation Chief Administrator said, uh, Janet Lovely Smith said, you know, if they do come to the Warsaw Caves, uh, and it does get selected, it'll be great. And you can't argue uh, absolutely. That. I mean, the modern Star Trek, uh, modern Star Trek television, live action television, not including uh, obviously Lower Decks and <clears throat> Prodigy, mm-hmm. um, have all been filmed in and around the Toronto area. So, um, no surprise that they want to keep that going and have uh, Section Thirty One filmed up here on this side of the border. Yeah, might as well. Yay for us. Keep it up. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we can get out there, uh, and do another, another on location episode. Speaking of true, we did, well, we did do a set visit. We did. We did. We did talk about it a little bit. We can't really share a whole lot, but not yet, but we will. It's on the works just to keep you waiting for that one. (laughs) Uh, all right what else we got what else uh what is next here? Uh, okay that's fine um uh, oh let's move into some toys oh oh right this we one I saw. <laughs> I saw this and i rolled my eyes not very often i roll my eyes at transformers but this one was like oh man come on new transformers generations volvo vnr 300 optimus prime right is um, now up for pre-order he's they went full let's give him this classic look but they wanted to do i don't know why what's the maybe they cut a deal with volvo clearly they did because they've gone for the light they've got the volvo license so they've got a officially logoed sure truck they've used the most recent mainline trailer for him which looks like a (laughs) like come on you couldn't have done something just a little more like realistic to match the truck I will say this about Transformers, and this goes all the way back to G1. Transformers, uh, to pick up a Transformer, any Transformer, one mode will always be better than the other. Mm. Um, In the case of Optimus Prime, by and large, Optimus Prime, uh, his robot mode has always been the shining, like, dun-dun-dun. Not this time. Not this he does time. come with a matrix of leadership, though. Well, he does. I mean, he, he still has that classic Optimus look, which, like, okay, it's timeless. It's the one. He's, yes, he's a big red truck. Yeah, but this time he's got more red on the legs. Well, that's because they've folded the cap. Like, the, like yeah, he the folds cab under. is now the legs. Like, they basically have turned him around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's red saying here? Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, Red says, realistic? A trailer used to materialize from the ether. <laughs> it would just drop off. Yeah, and then, and then it would just show up sli- again. It would slide in like whenever he needed to. <laughs> a couple times we saw Roller pull the trailer, and then uh, I think once or twice Optimus was injured, and we saw Huffer, hmm. uh, Huffer pull it, which, by the way, Optimus Prime toy, Huffer toy, like... <laughs> They did not scale very well. Together. Don't pull my trailer. That's actually one of the coolest things I like about Transformers right now is they're messing. I shouldn't say messing. Uh, I say Scaling that playfully. Yeah, they're giving us uh, some of the mini bots are now starting to show up as deluxe figures. So they, when you have them standing side by side as robots, you know, uh, they do look more accurately scaled. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's quite nice, actually. Volvo Optimus Prime. Uh, it's a pass for me. Yeah, it's a total pass for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. This next one, though, I definitely want. Uh, okay, let's see. What are we looking at? Uh, up for uh, pre-order in, oh, uh, in Target. Unfortunately, I saw during their summer geek out event. Well, wait, wait, wait. This is a Target exclusive. A Target exclusive. So we may see this at GameStop. I'm Canada. really hoping so because uh, I want this. I've we, wanted one of these to show up for a while. We should be checking uh, our local store. They may actually have it on. In their system maybe who knows we'll check but for all those in the audio world we are talking about the superman versus doomsday gold label two-pack i don't remember doomsday having a big top ponytail like he that. had a uh, little wafy strands of hair but every different sure, artist sure. would depict it slightly different and at one point he had like a full-on ponytail so who's whose rendition is this uh you know what i don't, don't know. know okay we don't offhand know but uh it's definitely not dan jurgens it, it's more of a uh almost a mashup between uh, right, right. the early one and some newer stuff, mm-hmm. but good looking Superman with the torn Cape. And uh... well, this Superman is, is definitely uh, if you told me he was angry, I would say, yes, yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. I like this doomsday figure. I'm it's long overdue. We got doomsday Batman twice already. Wow. You've already heard Todd McFarlane. I can sell Batman every day of the week. Yes, he can. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you can sell Doomsday every day of the week, too. <laughs> to you. <laughs> and not just me. Come on. That's the guy that killed Superman. No, that's true. That's true. All right. We're going to stick with uh, toys for a minute here. Oh, we're also going to stick with superheroes. How about yeah. superhero toys? More yeah. superhero toy news. Uh, this one from uh, yeah, uh, Hasbro. Sure this one just dropped uh, uh, yesterday. Long ago. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Legends 2-pack for Marvel's Nighthawk and Marvel's Blur from I Squadron just, Supreme. Just saw this yesterday. The Squadron Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of the Squadron Supreme. And I see these and I'm like, wait a minute. That looks like Yellow Jacket. A little bit. He does. He does. And the other guy kind of... Uh, Batman's a little bit with his uh, well, not yeah. so uh, ripped off batarangs. I was gonna say <laughs> the the golden batarang doesn't yeah. uh, throw it off. It's just because it doesn't have ears, but I guess uh, it's definitely got the wings. Do we are we calling these guys knockoffs? Um, are these guys I like knocking off the the Justice League? I don't know if his name's Blur and he runs fast. He's probably knocking off somebody. The Flash. I mean, Quicksilver. Sure, sure, sure. Wally West. Um, is this on your list? No, not on, not, on, not on my list, but. not on mine either. I just want my, uh, just want the, the new warriors to get finished. And I'm probably like one of like two people in the entire world that want that, but no, I'm like, you need your name, Marita. I do in actual, uh, uh, flesh tone. Yeah. Um, 
You can do the blue one later, but give me the flesh one and give me give me the Richard Ryder with the brown Nova the because I could I could repaint the blue one, but just give me the brown one with the no sleeves. Mm, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Oh, okay. Here we go. Next one. Let's go to the next one. Big here. Bad Toy Store exclusive. That's interesting. That's yes. This is the uh, DC Rebirth Black and White oh, Rebirth Rebirth of the Multiverse Flash. I dig it. It's a little bit uh, on the pricey side, though. It is seventy nine ninety nine Canadian, Oof. but uh, it is limited to only three thousand pieces. Oh well, that's actually pretty good for the the yeah. price point for that. How many did we say? 3,000. 3,000 worldwide. And hopefully they don't do. Now, I've seen, I saw a figure got released earlier this year from a company in Korea. They do uh, Macross and Robotech stuff. And they did like a limited to 500 worldwide. And the demand was so high. They're like, okay, we'll do another 500. So suddenly it was like, oh, wait, now it's 1,000? So, I mean, anybody who got it in the first 500, it's like, oh, that speculative collecting thing, right? Yeah. Well, they, they, could have, they could have done the Yu-Gi-Oh thing, like first edition and unlimited version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was not, they just like, okay, we'll just do another run of these. Mm. They ended up doing two more runs of them. But anyway, I digress. Hmm. What yeah. is this one? We got the Flash accessories include uh, six Speed Force bolts, a collector card, a holder, and a large base, including uh, included the collectible art card with character art on the front and certificate of authenticity on the back. This incredibly detailed seven-inch scale figure is based off the DC multiverse design with ultra articulation with up to. I like that. They say up to. Yeah. Does so that he, mean we haven't decided yet? Maybe, but he does have the butterfly joints and it looks like he might have the toe joints as well. Oh, toes. So you can get that more dynamic running. Up to 22 points of articulation for full range of posing and play. Collect all DC of McFarland multiverse figures. Limited edition. 3,000 pieces. Yeah. Oh. I, I know it's a big bad toy store exclusive, but a lot of online retailers are already posting it. So really? Yeah. Like they're going to buy it? Like they're going to buy it and pass it on to you. Wow. <laughs> That's the one thing about Big Bad Toy Store. And I've seen this a lot of times in the collector groups. People ask all the time, is Big Bad Toy Store good to buy from? I mean, they are one of the few online retailers that get exclusives from the manufacturers. Yeah. So they've been I've around for a long times. time. They've been around for a long time. I, I was first made aware of them in, oh, I don't know, the early mid uh aughts hmm. i think i bought my first thing from them around 2007 2008 mm, you know it's american prices and you got to of course it is oh yeah order but you get your product yeah and you get multiple tiers of it right and i mean they are the ones i mean uh they're sort of the pioneer of the uh the pile of loot yeah right the uh put it all up take all your stuff put it in the pile of loot save on shipping Yep. and uh, stack it all up and ship it all together all right this next one's kind of cool depending on where you are uh in in your own fandom but mm. um it was a little toy line came out back in 2008 uh mattel put out called uh, masters of the universe classics and uh that it was a runaway hit it was the largest uh most complete uh, line uh, for masters since the vintage line in fact, they did characters for classics that the vintage line never got to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so the one of the, the, the big set pieces uh, was the Castle Grayskull. Yeah. They planned to do the uh, Snake Mountain, but it never came to fruition. 
fast forward a few years and the the toy line got taken over by the folks over at super seven who were able to do the uh, snake mountain they also uh were able to succeed where mattel did not when they used the same uh, those those he-man uh, the buck the big muscular body and they started producing thundercats mm-hmm. so i think mattel got us what uh the lion-o they might have got the the mumra but they definitely did the lion-o yeah super seven took off uh got the license going and uh man They've done uh, a few waves of Thundercats uh, in their Ultimates line now. They just did that monster the uh, Thunder, Thunder tank. tank. And uh, earlier uh, last week, they teased a Cat's Lair playset. <laughs> oh, they just, just, just before showtime tonight, at like about an hour before we went, we were going to to, to co- go to air. Revealed a secondary update photo. They've got still, another rendering. Still masked. Yeah, it's dark. It's blacked out, but there's, an, there's a new rendering out there that shows it's the head of this thing. A more distinctive silhouette. Um, now, the, the uh, Super 7 Ultimates, they're in the seven inch scale. And as I, as I look behind me here and I look at, I've got the, that classics castle gray skull. Mm-hmm. It's about, Oh, I don't know. It's a, it's a beast. It's definitely twice the size of the vintage castle. Um, do you remember how big the cats, the original cats layer toy was? I do not. I never had it. Yeah. I mean, the original Thundercats were, they were, they were Around, maybe a little bit bigger than your masters yeah. of the universe. I'm guessing this will come in somewhere around the same size Rob. as Grayskull. The Snake Mountain thing, they shot for like, yeah, they shot for the moon with that. It's massive, but it's beautiful. Could it be that scale? I don't know. I don't even want to guess what the price point's going to be on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds. A couple bucks. Hundreds. Um, yeah yeah have you checked in on the uh, dragonfly i did not check in on the dragon i don't think it's uh climbed very much no uh, i gotta wait it's got uh what another week in a bit or is i it, believe so or is yeah. it nearing the end uh i'd have to double check but yeah there's still time to get in on it but again you know those last 24 hours the last yeah. couple of days I... unlock that third tier <laughs> that's right see who that figure is yeah 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 or don't, and everybody will complain. Yeah. <laughs> you should have gave us better tiers, better stretch goals. No, you should have just bought the thing because you wanted it. Yeah, do you want the first one or no? Yeah, exactly. All right, Cat Slayer coming from Super 7. Thundercats fans, uh, wow. Um, <laughs> pull start, up your, yeah. Start saving. Yeah, I was going to say, tighten your wallet up. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, this is some interesting news mm-hmm. coming out this uh it seems like every week, if we don't have at least one kind of oh story, yeah, and this is the one everybody's been talking about. This, of course, the Ocean Gate, uh, the submersible, the, the Titan, the Titan that went, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hollywood film director James Cameron, though, has uh, he's weighed in on it now. Sure, sure. And <clears throat> excuse me here, uh, the parent company apparently did not get the thing certified because they knew it wouldn't pass. And upon looking at it, James Cameron has said, you know, I was very suspicious of the technology that they were using. Sure. I wouldn't have got on that sub. And this is the guy who's been down. He has completed 33 dives, uh, dives the on the wreck. Yeah. Yeah. So if he's not getting on, I think it's interesting that I've sort of, and I've just scratched the surface. Um, and the way I understand it is, uh, Oceangate, the 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 CEO, they refused 
any oversight of any kind. Yeah. They didn't want to get looked. He didn't want it to be looked at. He did nothing. And then to find out that over the course of, I don't know, the last couple of years that this submersible has actually sustained a couple trips down damage, uh, already before. Um, and then there's this, I read this post. It wasn't a scientific or, or an engineering post, but it was a well-researched post with sort of some, uh, citations for their, the, their research. Yeah. Um, on how carbon fiber would implode and it's like when it went, those people were dead before they knew it. Like they didn't see it. They didn't feel it that well. Yeah. But yeah. Ocean gate. Yeah. That being said, you and I were talking about this the other day. Um, all of the, you know, Oh, use the Logitech game controller. Hey man, that's off the shelf tech that works. That's uh, one of our Facebook users. Was it yes. true? Was it yeah. true that they use a Logitech controller to steer? Like they couldn't even spring for it. Well, that's what I said. Get the Sony one. Come on. <laughs> this is completely common. Like look at some of the early drone technology, even like for military applications. And they're using off the shelf really? game controllers because the tech is already there. Can you have control in every axis of direction? Why not? Yeah. Why not use something off the shelf? Because they're already using gyroscopic yeah. technology yeah, yeah. in exactly. them, right? So exactly. So all of the uh all of the criticism leveled at Logitech is maybe not as you know, it's a little unfounded, I yeah. think. Red says, uh, seeing too many tasteless jokes about terrible deaths lately. Absolutely, but at the same time, like maybe it's just me. Like I'm kind I've of... actually seen some really good TikToks explaining yeah. the jokes and their origin. I'm kind of on, I'm on board. board. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not alone. No. I'm kind of on board with it. It's like, why is it that four, you know, uh, four like crazy wealthy people that can make international news, but you with know, that poor boat full of refugees off the thing agrees. Right. There's no coverage of it. Nobody bats an eye. And when... that, that was another one that popped up today. It said, here's the rich guy one. And it's got yeah. choppers yeah, yeah. and boats and everything looking. And here's two, the, uh, two, refugees and there's nothing. Two governments, uh, you know, two federal, uh, several federal agencies, uh, search and rescue operations uh, under international uh, like yeah. cooperation. But you know, a boat full of migrants goes down, and nobody even bats an eye. So yeah, there's something wrong. There is something wrong. Anyway, um, I don't wish this kind of you no. know harm on anybody, especially that I, I don't. I feel that 19 year old kid. He's still a kid. Yes, he didn't want to get on. Well, there you go. So there you go uh yeah uh rod you're absolutely right uh tragedy for sure um it absolutely is is it a karmic judgment i don't know that's not for me to decide that's for higher pay i'm, grade I'm more interested now ocean gate was based out of the u.s were they not i think so i'd be more interested to know if the united states government is going to uh move quickly enough to to make sure that like future expeditions like this have some sort of oversight. Of oversight. And, like, you yeah. can't go down unless your craft meets this. Requirement. Absolutely. Yeah. Because what yeah, were yeah. they saying? There was something about, uh, it might've been airplanes and whatnot. Like when back in the twenties and anybody yeah. could just fly whatever they wanted until too many people died. And then they put some regulations on it and say, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got to do that. So hopefully something good comes out of it. Yeah. 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 And they never did. They they never made it. What they said, they found the debris field, something like, uh, it's like 14,000 feet or something away. I don't think it was that far away, but, uh, Oh, they were supposed to get down to like 
was it 23,000? It's, it's no. a long way down. Uh, what's here? I have the number. Uh, the Titanic wreck is oh, there we go. Uh, 3,810 meters down, which is 12,500 feet. But they didn't make it that far. They imploded above that. Uh, they implode, yeah. So around an hour and 45 minutes into the descent. Into their descent. Okay. So. Um, I just saw today there's an old clip from uh, an old episode of Mythbusters is started making the rounds again. They actually did an implosion, a controlled implosion on a diving suit at uh, 300, I think it was 300 meters or something. And uh, the, the myth was that uh, when, when the implosion occurred, that it basically blew the diver into the, you know, the old, the the tiny helmet or whatever it is, that it drove the guy in and it, it, when they recreated it, that's exactly what happened. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Sorry to laugh, but this next one from Facebook user. <laughs> Our anonymous Facebook user says the ocean is just scary. I'd rather probe your anus. <laughs> Don't probe my anus. <laughs> do whatever you want to your own anus. That's right. Stay out of your You anus. do you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I, I do wonder, like, uh, was there some sort of, like, animal involved? Was... Oh man, or a giant uh, or a colossal squid, maybe the ah, uh, right, right. I know somebody had posted one about Godzilla being down there, but like literally, there is stuff down there that can sure, sure. Like you know, colossal squid gets a hold of that and gives it a hug, and it's over. Well, I mean, the the way carbon fiber is, it's like you know, I don't want to say it's akin to fiberglass, but you know, it doesn't it doesn't give it it's it's super rigid. It doesn't flex the same way that say steel or titanium would and, and steel or titanium, you might've gotten some warning, like stress on the hall, like, like some, like in the movies, you hear that on the hall, not so with carbon fiber, like it would have maintained its shape until a hundred percent failure. But at the depth that they were at the number of atmospheres or yeah, positive atmospheres, I guess it'd be negative atmospheres underwater. Um, the guy that I was watching, he did this, he did the science and he sort of did the numbers, like how many milliseconds it takes for pain yeah, to register in your brain, how many milliseconds it takes your brain to register visual input from your eyes. And the numbers basically said when the sub imploded, they were dead before they could have a seen it be felt it. Mm. Yeah. 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 Anyway, got a follow up from Rod. Oh my God. Rod says, uh, so to add to that, there is a city in Missouri called Uranus, uh, and they have a fudge factory. There's a huge billboard that says visit the fudge factory in Uranus. True story, Rod. Um, we are broadcasting here from Ontario, Canada. A few years ago, I took a road trip, uh, with some friends of ours and we went to Branson, Missouri. And on the way home, we had our fudge packed in Uranus. So yeah. it was awesome i loved it what i loved even better was that all of the innuendo like all the big billboards and the signs and the t-shirts we did buy some t-shirts at the end of the driveway at the fudge factory is this giant billboard of basically talking about how god is going to punish all the sinners and i'm like only in america yeah (laughs) it's hilarious i loved it Uh, and the fudge by the way from the, the Uranus Fudge Factory, it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, and all the girls in there, uh, I, I think it's part of the shtick. They're always like, "Welcome to Uranus," and they're all like glowingly happy. <laughs> yeah. 
So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to find. I have some pictures on my phone. I'll dig them up. We'll put them up. Maybe we'll post them up on our social media. So there you, you go. Get a laugh at those. Uh, well, did we talk about the Wheel of Fortune last week or the week uh, before? We, we talked about the Pat Sajak thing. We did. But before we go, there, there's one more quote here. From, oh, sure, uh, sure. From James Cameron, and it says, "In the 21st century, there shouldn't be any risks." We've managed to make it through 60 years from 1960 until today, 63 years without a fatality. So, you know, one of the saddest aspects of this is how preventable it really was. Well, again, I mean, there's this whole, there's a documentary on Netflix right now about uh, King of Clones. I have not seen it. We just watched it last night. It's pretty good. And they just talk about, you know, like sometimes science is a little bit uh, rebellious and sometimes you know, uh, regulators can sort of slow things down and, and there's this sort of, you know, yeehaw, a wild west aspect to pushing the boundaries of, I don't necessarily know if that's the case here. I don't know if they were, you know, uh, pushing, you know, yeah, underwater I, exploration technology. Yeah, I know they were touted as like explorers that were getting there, but like people have been visiting the Titanic for 63 years. We've sure, seen what sure. we're going to see. Yeah. Go yeah. somewhere else, go find the other ships again though this there is something to be said though because this sort of falls into that same place where it's like oh well nasa didn't have any i shouldn't say didn't they do now but for the longest time nasa was like we have no intention to go back to the moon the space race between superpowers or between governments you know it, it's almost laughable now because private industry is moving faster than any government can yeah and so I mean, certainly underwater exploration falls into that same, same sort of vein of thought. Yeah. Who has any interest of going to the depths of the oceans other than a nation's military? Well, really UFO bases under there. Oh. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that one. Too. Yeah, we should <laughs> we'll talk about that. And one. like the other bases on the moon. Right. Exactly. <laughs> There's a reason we don't go back there. I was going to say, uh, yeah, because we don't want to piss off the, um, the guys who live the, there. Uh, the inhumans <laughs> <laughs> or black bolt will yell at us. That's what I mean. All right, where are we going next? Oh, yeah, so um, is that it for the Titanic? Yeah, I okay. think that's it for the Titanic. James Cameron has weighed in. So sorry for the uh, the loss of, of uh, those four. And, of course, we think about their, their family and friends and stuff and hope that uh, they're able to find some comfort in each other. Now, back to more interesting stuff. We talked about uh, Pat Sajak he retiring. calling it a day. Season 41? I believe so. 41, Pat Sajak is finally uh, Ready retiring. To hang up the uh, microphone. I had asked you, do you think that Vanna White will stay? I thought maybe, but I also was on the fence because, you know, they really are a team. Yeah, it's the... Bob Barker and Rod Roddy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bob Barker stayed. Was the prices right ever the same after Rod? No. Left? No, no I don't think it was. No. So, uh, as it stands right now, we have an answer. We do have an answer on the Vanna White thing. It looks like she wants to stay. She does want to stay. She wants to stay, but it's, there's been a revelation this week. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, did you know Vanna White has not had a raise in 18 years? That's crazy. Um, one of the articles I read uh, compared the two salaries and his, it's let's just say this. Three times more yeah, than hers. Exponentially no, more. Five, to- five times more if what I read was right. Yeah, exponentially more. Now, she's living comfortably. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I mean, for what she has to do, she's making mad money. Like you and I could be 
we, we could make a third of what she's making and we yeah. live comfortably. Right. But that being said, didn't get a raise in 18, 18 years. years. I mean, I, I know the show kind of got stale like a little bit, but yeah, you know, the, the day of the game show might've passed, but I still like a good game show. Yeah. Like as long as it's a good one, it's fine. Yeah. 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 But apparently she's, uh, uh, she's hired a new lawyer. Yeah. Who's apparently more aggressive. Uh, yeah. Way aggressive. So she is in talks with, uh, Sony right now. <laughs> uh, you know what? I hope she gets it. Yeah. I absolutely hope she gets it because she's been doing it long enough. She deserves it. With Pat Sajak stepping away as the host, she is the she's the next in line. Like she should be the successor. Why couldn't she go from you know letter letter? Remember, remember when she used to actually physically turn letters? Yep. Why couldn't she go to host? Don't know. I don't think there's a there's no reason for me. No, no. reason why she couldn't no. get another. Get a guy out there, flip the script, yeah. have a guy go out there and push the buttons. Yep. Not going to happen though. Yeah. Uh, there was a source in 2016 for Forbes uh, that reported that Sajak pulled in 15 million a year. Just 15. Yeah. And uh, she was pulling in three. It just seems so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Facebook user says not even a cost of living increase. No, nothing. No. Uh, now, of course, at this point, that's all hearsay. It's not been confirmed uh, by any, by any means, but that is what she's saying. And I have no reason to, to not believe that. No, I believe that that is, she, the she's thing. very got a trusting face. Yeah. It's been the, the face the of face word of puzzles real, for right? like 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had something to add. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, more news that just broke literally an hour ago. Um, well, at least for me, uh, Ryan Seacrest apparently will be taking over Pat Sajak's duties. The first time I heard is when you told me when you came in tonight. Yeah. Like who, what? Yeah. Yeah. Seacrest going in, but, uh, more numbers on uh, Vanna, uh, cause you know, they recently celebrated the 40 years, uh, but she has worn over 7,000 dresses on that show oh wow uh, that's according to wheel of fortune's website oh sure because you wear probably a, a different dress every show yep and then you think about game shows and how they how they record right i mean you would record like a week's worth at once or something sure you, you would you, you're definitely not going you go to a wheel of fortune taping you're you're watching several games yeah play uh, out. yeah of course Seven thousand dresses wow well here's to hoping she gets a little bit of a raise i head back to comic but well we're going to go back over to films, but we're yes. going to talk about comic book films here for a second. Another one. I still have to see this. I know I got to go see it too. Um, I'm slacking. This is an interesting one though. Uh, there are presently two, sorry, I should say at least two versions of across the spider verse playing in theaters right now. Yep. How do you know which one you've seen? I don't know. Well, somebody has gone through and actually listed a bunch of the differences. I think the article that I, I, until you see it, you don't know which one you've seen. Right. And the article that I sent over actually had a, a, a description list, yeah. of yeah. what they had found so far. Yeah. Um, and I think it was what? 11 different, well, at least 11 different, uh, 11 different so. things. Um, and so I, I copied the, the basics of it. Sure. Sure. I don't want to spoil it for no, no, no. anyone else, but, uh, uh, apparently this happened because some people complained that the dialogue was not loud enough. Oh. So rather than just go and amp up the volume, right. They went in and did a different cut and added some stuff. I find that, but why would you, why would you print it twice? Is that, is that just, 
is it printing it twice anymore because it's on isn't a hard drive? That, well, that's just it. But isn't this the kind of stuff that's picked up during test audiences? Maybe you you would hope so. I would think that that's but... how it works. I mean, I've never I've never been privy enough to be in a test audience. I'd like to know how do you get to be a test audience? Yeah, probably got to live in L.A. or New York. Yeah. Well, there's that one episode of The Big Bang Theory where they're walking down the street. They're like, hey, you want tickets for a movie? Yeah, really? <laughs> we can't tell you what it is, but come on in. Yeah, I'd go see a movie. Yeah. Even one I didn't like. I don't know. There's always the option to walk out. All right. Well, we won't spoil it for you here, but go and look this one up, guys. If, you, if you've if you seen Into the Spider-Verse, uh, or sorry, Into the Spider-Verse. Across, across the Spider-Verse. Uh, just know that there are minor differences and one not so minor difference uh, in the films. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's red saying? Red says, I mean, they added the shawarma shop the day of to the Avengers premiere. That's true. That's why you don't see Steve Rogers face. Cause he's sporting a mustache for another movie. Oh, what was he doing after that? Oh, I can't remember. Okay. That's fair. Something mustachioed. <laughs> uh, all right. Where are we going here? Oh, a little bit of sad, but, oh, sad, but there's oh, a glimmer of hope. I just wonder how far away. Where are we now here? Uh, we still got a few. We got quite a few to go through. Okay. Well, it's probably worth just mentioning uh, one more time, just in case uh, you guys are just joining us now. Uh, it's Random Phantom Tuesday. We're talking. Uh, we've, we've been talking all over the place tonight. We've been uh, down to comic books. We've been into superheroes for a while. Talking toys. We just talked some toys. Went down to uh, see the Titanic, and we're about to had a little spin on the Wheel of Fortune, and we're mm -hmm. just about to go to, uh, before I lose my slide here, where are we going here? Uh, next, we will. We just visited Spider-Verse. Spider -verse. Uh, next up is, uh, oh yeah, we're going to go back to Paramount. Um, he's gone before. Uh, we're going back. Yeah. Space. We're going back to the final frontier. This one has me a little bit upset. Um, because I am a fan. Have you all seen Star Trek prodigy yet? I have not seen it yet. This thing had a Nickelodeon connection. Uh, so they were aiming down, but I got to tell you, having watched the first season, um, there, this Even is aiming down where they still aiming up to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like, don't kid yourself. This is a full and truly developed, well-written Star Trek series. Hmm. Um, and it is the spiritual successor to Star Trek Voyager. Nice. So if you are a Voyager fan, you owe it to yourself to watch Star Trek Prodigy. Oh, wait. Except in the United States, you can't. Because not only did they say that they're canceling the show, which, by the way, season two is not is just about is complete. in post-production as we speak they said when this news broke they said they were going to pull it from paramount plus yeah that has happened already so uh people weren't expecting it to be that fast but yeah. it's gone now so i haven't i didn't have a, a chance to check here for us in canada uh this is being star trek prodigy was uh, carried on crave here in canada maybe um, it's still there you, you might be able to catch it still i don't know i don't know uh red i see your comment you've got a few you want to hit us up at the end of the show i'll give you the uh i'll give you the warning uh when it's go time and you can absolutely mm -hmm. uh yeah so star trek prodigy like i said it's the spiritual successor to uh star trek voyager features uh a version a couple of versions of Catherine janeway and uh, robert beltran at least gets a a couple of voice cameos as uh as uh, captain chakotay mm. but this is a very interesting it's a very interesting uh, uh, series in that visually speaking, it looks like it would be right at home in the Kelvin timeline. Hmm. Uh, the design of the, of the ship itself looks very Kelvin knee. 
Um, but no, it's set in the prime in the prime Star Trek universe, and it's it's pretty cool. Um, but there is hope. They with well, season two almost done. They are saying they're going to shop it around to other streamers. They shows. are going to shop it around, and uh, they're as of right now. There is a change.org petition going around to try and save the show. Um, now, even people like Captain Pike himself, Anson Mount, Anson Mount has gotten behind the campaign to save the show, and he's lending his voice among other celebrities, which I think is great, um, especially when folks within the Star Trek family talk about uh, the other shows and how it is a big, a, a big family. And I mean, if you're, if you're watching Star Trek in America, Paramount plus was touted as the one home for all of Star Trek. Now that prodigy is gone, that is not true anymore. Um, and that's just not fair, you know, for an audience that may not have gotten to discover the show. I think part of the problem is that they, they took a show uh, that essentially is what uh, 15 or some episodes and they split it in half. And so like you just get it invested in the show and then it's gone for the seasonal break. And then it comes back and like, you've either forgotten about the first half or you're, you're doing something else like, man, the way TV shows are made, they're not even made the same way anymore. No. So it didn't help. It didn't help that they broke it up like that. But, um, the physical copies of the show, uh, since this announcement have been flying off the shelves. So people are talking, uh, and they're speaking with their wallets and that's a good thing. Yeah. And as much as I might not be into physical media anymore, um, what a great way to send a message. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the other thing is we should find that, uh, I'll find that change.org petition and I'll, uh, I'll post it on our social media as well. Mm -hmm. But there were a few tweets that came out because of this. Yeah, sure. Um, from the creators and from some of the uh, cast. Yeah. 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 And you know, they're, they're sad, but hopeful. Uh, Dan and Kevin uh, Hegman, uh, we have faith. The show will be picked up by a new home to help grow our fervent fan base and inspire the next generation of Star Trek fans. Our talented and uh, passionate team of artists are working tirelessly to complete uh, season two. Uh, Aaron J. Uh, Waltke says in a world of deep uncertainty, I choose joy. It can feel radical to reject cynicism, to try every day to make the world a tiny bit better. Hope is a tool. It can be a battery, a shield, or a weapon, and it can be used in the service of others. We build a road stone by stone. Yeah. yeah. Star Trek Prodigy. Mm, a couple more here, too. Well, we got more? Yeah. Oh, who else we got? We got, uh, oh, Julie Benson says, absolutely gutted. Star Trek Prodigy was an utter joy to be a part of creating uh, with uh, at Brothers Hegman and uh, the at Trek Prodigy Room and at Shauna Benson. And I hope this beautiful show finds its way across the universe to another platform to boldly go into hearts and minds forever. Uh, <clears throat> Riley Lazarukai says, some of the best days we're recording for Star Trek Prodigy and being with the family of all involved. We were holding our heads up high with hopes of finding a new home. Uh, Terry Metallus. Terry Metallus. Part goes out to our brilliant Star Trek prodigy brothers and sisters. Here's hoping the Protostar finds a new home soon. The Protostar obviously is the, uh, the main hero ship for the series. Yeah, and like I said, Anson Mount. Sorry, I guess I slipped ahead there. Yeah, that's uh, Anson Mount lending his uh, voice to that as well, so... God, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, but there is, you know, it, it's making headlines, right? 
it's good to see a show getting so much love, you know, in, in a positive way. Cause yeah. like when we do our review series and we do, we, we don't cover, we haven't covered anything Star Trek, which is kind of weird. Cause I mean, it is kind of up my alley, but um, when we cover our star Wars stuff and we hear about, uh, and we see all the shit posts, mm-hmm. um, I don't see a lot of that going on in the star Trek fandom. No, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's out there and I'm just not aware of it, but it sure doesn't seem to be. Well, there's always the who was the greater one, Picard or Shatner. <laughs> Who's the best captain? Yeah, Kirk. Oh, I yeah, I guess so. Uh, man, I don't know who the best captain is. I like them all for different reasons. All right, let's go to something else here. Comic-Con. Oh, no, Comic-Con. Uh, yeah. This was not unexpected. I will no. say that. No, no. Of course, we are talking about uh, all the companies that have said that they are not going to have any presence this year. Which is uh, San Diego. Bad news for them. Uh, Marvel, Netflix, Sony, HBO, and Universal are all expected to skip uh, because of the writer strike, standing in unity with them. Um, And, you know, COVID did a number on them for a couple years. And last year, they finally got to come back. It was the big return. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, excuse me. Uh, it is scheduled to start July 19th, which is less than a month away. And there's almost no panels. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's okay. Um, isn't it about time? Maybe Comic-Con goes back to being about comics. comics? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not bad. San Diego, uh, SDCC has always been the big event convention and that's yeah. where all of the big reveals certainly where movies are concerned, yeah. all your event movies were going to get some kind of love at uh, San Diego. Yeah. Certainly it'll still be a, I, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic be show. Something to do, right? Um, will it be different not having representation for all the, the studios? Maybe. Probably. Probably. But, you know, vendors and celebrity guests. Yeah. 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 Still make for a good show. Uh, Red has a comment on that. He says, good for them for the solidarity, but I guess San Diego, why bother con? (laughs) (laughs) Make it about the comics. There we go. Yeah. Make it about comic books. Yeah. Uh, Rumor is uh, NBC will only move forward with its panels. If there is no actor strike. Uh, Oh, if the screen actors guild doesn't. Okay. Right. Yeah. But uh, that will not uh, extend to the sister streamer Peacock. Oh no. So. But Amazon does plan to have some stuff there, but what it's going to be, we don't know yet. Do we know what they want to, oh, what are they going to talk about? What season two for the wheel of time and the boys generation V are due to premiere. So they might cover those, but you know what, whether they do or whether they don't, uh, I'm fine. I'm going to watch them both. I like both series. So yeah, Yeah. but uh, what is it here? Uh, the negotiations, uh, are there's a June 30th deadline. Uh, so well, the 20, we're on the 27th right now. It yeah. is seven ten PM, uh, Eastern time. So we're talking, uh, three days, two yeah. days. Oh boy. Yeah. So, oh boy. <laughs> you think it's all over, but the crying though. Yeah, pretty much. I think so as well. What's red saying invincible season two and Vox season three. I'll bet. Yeah, it'd be a good candidate too for it. Invincible was good. Yes, so was Fox. Uh, this next one, though, uh, it's kind of uh, a twist on uh, something. 
Uh oh. Well, not an uh oh, but okay. uh, you know, normally what makes headlines is when uh, a performer has an unfortunate oh, wardrobe, no, malfunction. A wardrobe malfunction. Well, this one goes the other way. Uh, the backup dancers for Beyonce actually managed to save her on stage and they did it in the slickest of ways. No way. Yeah. Uh, we've got a clip of it here. Uh, but yeah, she was about like the one dancer noticed that the strap was about to go. Okay. And he moved into action. So uh, here's yeah, that. That's clip. cool. Did he literally just like fix the strap mid dance? He noticed it was coming and got in front of her and prevented it from going off. Isn't that something? But then you know, he like, did his little spinny thing. So it still kind of looked like part of the choreography kind of like a flourish. But yeah. It was uh, one of the guys from uh, less twins. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they are backup dancers for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, all in all, they saved the day for her. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, this next one, uh, I did not find out about it until right before the show. So we oh, nice. lump it in with the toys. This is an extra toy one. <laughs> extra toy story. Okay. Uh, Mattel Creations is doing a crowdfunding thing to celebrate what? the 30 years of Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. They are what? doing. What scale is this? Uh, I'm believing it's three and three quarters scale. Okay. Okay. But they're doing it for the Jurassic Park gates. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like so that. it's electronic motorized gates, uh, and uh, what flickering torches? Sure, uh, they're aiming for five thousand U.S. based backers to make right. it a reality. Right. Oh wait, Is that, does that exclude us? It does at first, but after that, international backers can join. Okay, so uh, wait, wait, after what? Five thousand U.S. based. Oh, so if if enough people in America buy it, they'll open it up to international. Yeah. Okay, and. Uh, the early funding bonus, uh, if they get those backers by July 11th, you'll receive a set of six Jurassic Park paddock signs. Oh, that's cool. So you can build your own little uh, that's cool. Jurassic are are we getting the dino with it, too? Or I is that? I believe that might be one of the goals or straight up included with it. Interesting. But, uh, that we've got uh, Timmy and uh, and Lexi and the goat. And the goat with the removable leg. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, Facebook users here says, uh, well, this has got to be about the Beyonce thing. Yeah. I'm no physicist, but that strap had a big job. It did. And it was about to fail. It wasn't structurally tested. But uh, for those who are interested in this, uh, if you're part of the authorized people who can watch it tomorrow at 12 right. p.m., they will be doing a Jurassic World crowdfund live stream. Uh, 12 p.m. Eastern? Uh, oh, 12 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so for us in the Eastern time zone, three yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Interesting. It, would you be down for something like this? If I had room to display it? Yeah, I would. Did they put a price point on this? Uh, I did not see a price point on it yet. And when I went to the Mattel creation sign yeah, yeah. site, uh, it was not there available yet. Interesting. All I got from it was uh, the email that was sent directly to me from Mattel. Okay. Okay interesting i'm so there's enough nostalgia in this one for me where i'd I'd be like oh that would be a great little because i'm not a huge jurassic park fan but like it's one of those iconic films where this as a set piece it's not too big well three and three quarter it's big enough yeah 
could I can I fit that in my display? I don't know. Maybe. I do like the Explorer though. That's nice. Mm, nice little touch. That's two of those this year because the next we talked about this. The next Transformer crossover is a Jurassic Park thing, and yeah, it's and it's uh, the the uh, other Jeep. Oh, that's right. Gas powered. Right. Yes, that's right. Red that's says right. Uh, that movie still that holds movie up. Still holds. Yes, up. it does. Yeah, it does. It sure does. So if Red wants to call in, now's a good time. Oh my God, are we there now? I think we are there now. I think we've hit the bottom of the list. Yeah, we got uh, one one last segment. All right, all right. So yeah, if you've got, if you're holding on to your entertainment news for the week, this is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Oh, that delay between the internet. Yeah, it's fun. Where are we at? Oh, there we go. Red Swenson, you're live on Fandom Power. Good to be here. Hello. How's things? Oh, things are well. I'm uh, super sore tonight because I've been working on the uh, renovations on the house. Um, but other than, mm-hmm. that, other than that, life is good. How are you? Oh, I can't complain. I just had my first like actual weekend off in over a month. So excellent. Good times all around. I can definitely appreciate that. We've had some crazy weather here uh, where we are. Uh, yesterday, uh, we had uh, another air quality advisory because of the northern wildfires uh, with the wind shift again. Yeah, how I was going to ask how, how are you bad the smoke up there. Well, so today was we've had rain the last two days, so it was okay. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you how are things uh, in the big smoke in the in the big to. You know the the smog tastes a little bit cleaner actually. <laughs> a little bit of piney fresh. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost a refreshing change, but we've had a lot of like off and on rain in the last week. So, all right, fair enough. Listen, you said yeah, uh, yeah. earlier you said uh, that you had uh, some entertainment uh, news you wanted to talk about. Hit me up. What do you got? Yeah, I got a couple of things. So, um, Nintendo uh, is re-releasing one of my favorite games of all what? time from the Super Nintendo. Uh, they are remastering Super Mario RPG. Ooh. Super Mario releasing RPG. It on the Switch. So I am not I'm not familiar with that one. You're gonna to to take me through that a bit. Um so back in the day, uh Square, uh, which is uh, a famous company who does all the Final Fantasy yep. games and stuff like that, they're very famous for RPGs. Sure. Um they got their hands on a license to do a Mario-based RPG, and they oh, just wow. called it Mario RPG. Okay. Um, so it's a it's a turn based Mario game. It's completely oh, ridiculous. Based. But okay, okay. Uh, I I, I love that game as a RPG. kid. Oh yeah, and they're upresing it too, so that it's got nice new graphics and and everything. Uh, it looks really great. And that's coming to the Switch. Did now is there a release date on that? Uh, later this year. I I I. I if I was a, a good guest, I would have looked it up, but it's in 20, later this year sometime. In 2023, so probably we'll, we'll want to get the yeah. biggest the biggest retail season of the year, you know, Q, Q4. Q4. Yeah, seems likely. Get it out for Christmas. <laughs> so so cool. there's that. Cool. Um, just re- really love that game. Lots of yeah. good memories from my childhood. Um, and then 
guess I just saw like this came out like three hours ago. They just released a new uh, trailer for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Mm. Oh, interesting! Yeah, we saw the teaser there a couple. Yeah, weeks ago. we did with uh, Sweet Tooth. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Twisted Metal. Black. My gosh, I'm thinking Twisted Metal. Oh my god, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Oh, they actually released another teaser for Twisted Metal. Yeah, they they did. With Anthony the, Mackie. Was a, yeah, I saw that the Anthony Mackie thing. It's funny. But, uh, that... Yeah, this. No, you, <laughs> hey, go ahead. You go ahead. You go first. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I, I like you, hate horror movies, it's, and it's hard for me. The Five Nights at Freddy's games, too. Like, I've, I've literally never played them. The only right. reason I know anything about them is because uh, those games were like the very beginning of the like let's play video movement oh, on right, youtube right. okay everybody played five nights at freddy's so that's that's my exposure to those games right but right. this trailer looks pretty good and when the movie is available at home i will watch it at high noon in the summertime and <laughs> with, probably will enjoy it with a blanket and my music, because yep. no one can get me yep. when I got my music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you mm-hmm. want to wade into no. it right now, uh, go check out Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. I I did watch Willy's Wonderland. It was pretty damn good. You you, you can't go wrong with Nick Cage. So. No, especially when he doesn't say a word <laughs> the entire movie. I don't have a slide for this, but uh, uh, Cocaine Bear is streaming now. It is. It's on so uh, Amazon Prime. I'm going to have to check that one out. I... I've been meaning to check that one it out is, too. It is really good. Great soundtrack. And uh, the best part is they don't even touch on the sad ending. No way. So they, they leave right. it open for you to determine what happened. Shout out to the history yeah. dude for uh, tuning in. Thanks for coming over uh, history dude. <laughs> Welcome. What's interesting is every week that we do this and it, it happened again tonight and uh your the, the sample that you brought up tonight eric um exemplifies what i was going to say is that there's always breaking news and what is it with tuesday nights right before we go to air that some crazy big story drops and one of them dropped i wasn't going to talk i said to andy we won't talk about it because we didn't have any time to, to get it in but superman legacy just had their lowest lane and Clark Kent casted today. Yeah, it's funny that literally just came up in my Reddit feed yeah. like five minutes ago. Yeah. And so, um, what are the names, Andy? It's a weird name. I'll, I'll take a spin at this because I'm not really good at names. However, <clears throat> we have David Cornsweat as uh, Clark Kent and Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane. And that is, uh, that's from Variety. Like, I'm not making that up. That's right from Variety. So um was too late to cl- include it uh, in the show tonight. But there you go. Breaking news. Superman Legacy <laughs> has its two leads. Yep. yep. And I'm sure lots, some other. Lots going on. Sure some other crazy news will break uh, today or when the show is over. But hey. Yeah. That's what happens when you do your show uh, middle of the week. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, ne- we'll cover it next yep. week. Well, yeah, we will. We will. Was there anything else and you wanted I to got, talk about? I got one more. Yeah, that's like a little piece of trivia that I found out today. Oh, I like trivia. And Maybe I'll know the answer to this. Yeah. One. So you guys were talking about. Um, so what popular uh, English idiom originates from the film Ghostbusters? 
it's it's so popular and ubiquitous that it gets used everywhere but the first time it was ever used in popular culture or any kind of production uh-huh. was in ghostbusters i ain't afraid of no ghost uh there's something you don't <laughs> see every day there's a bunch of them but i found out today that referring to something as being toast toast this chick is toast oh that actually originates from an ad lib that bill murray put in at the end of ghostbusters and we're actually it's the first time it referred to we are crediting the idiom of something being like when you say toast is it like it's no good like defeated like, destroyed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh this guy's wow. toast and we're we're attributing it was, that it to was ghostbusters wow hmm. Wow. As far as I know, that's the first time it's been ever it was ever used, and it's now something that's just commonly said all over the planet. I would love to get like one of those like language pathology people to like talk about stuff like that. I think that would be cool. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. It would be. Um, I want to talk about Superman again for a second here because in our group chat uh, prior to going on the air, uh, Hank had said, uh, "Well, there's an interesting uh, topic to talk about one night." Is how many supermen have there been and uh <laughs> a quick a quick uh, uh google search uh, told me that uh 27 to be exact <laughs> and that's just like Never. superman right that's not counting variants well these are just like <laughs> film and television supermen so i mean from the beginning yeah, to do you count like the crime syndicate's ultraman no or... no no that's ultraman that's not superman well he's evil superman sure but he's ultraman well I don't know. Are, I'll have to go. Are we also Superman? counting? I'll go through the list and see. Are, are we also counting Christopher Reeve and necromantic Christopher Reeve as two separate <laughs> Superman? Digital no, no. Reeve. Christopher Reeve. Yeah, digital Christopher Reeve and real Christopher Reeve. <laughs> digital necromancy, man. It's the future. They did include uh, um, uh, Nicholas Cage on that list, though. Really? They did, yeah, yeah. but he's well, probably I guess technically he's now he's an accredited film. Sure, but he's got a. Uh, well, no, he doesn't have a credit in the movie. Did you not watch the credits at the end? I was too busy <laughs> chatting. Nobody got a credit hmm. in from that sequence. Fair enough. Um, he must have done a voice role somewhere. Because hmm. I was like, when the hell did John Krasinski oh my God. play you Superman? Know what? He did do it in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Well, there you go. Right. Yeah. And John Krasinski was Superman in uh, League of Super Pets. I'm like John Krasinski. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, Channing Tatum, Lego Superman. Yeah, like people that you're like, wait a minute, this guy's played Superman. I don't. It counts. It counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go like animated Superman, like Tim Daly. Like that's the only. One. Like there's only one, but that's not true either because I can't think of his name. But like Super Friend Superman, mm. I did like him. Anyway, I'm mm. I'm chewing up ideas for another show. It's all good, man. Eric, yeah, Superman uh, ever. Thank you for the call. Thank you for bringing us <laughs> Cheers, boys. some more random fandom because that's what we do every always. Tuesday night. Uh, we'll let you go before we uh, wind the show down. But thanks again, as always, for the call. And uh, absolutely, come hang out with us again next week. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Bye for Be now. Easy. Night, night. There we go. Ba-do-boop. Well, uh, we've reached that uh, time of the show. We are at the end of our uh, at the end of our broadcast. Uh, before we get going, though, uh, we do have our regular segment. Andy, who is out there in the aisles hunting for all of us, yep. bringing us our uh, toy tip from uh, Dollarama. 
Well, this one this week is not uh, not totally a toy tip, what? but it's toy adjacent. Toy adjacent. Okay, so, I'm good with toy adjacent. So uh, if you're out there, make sure you go down the book aisle because okay. this week you can find Blizzard cosplay tips, oh. tricks, and hints for five bucks. It's the hardcover edition. Meaning like Blizzard games. Blizzard, yeah. So like oh, World okay. of Warcraft, yep. Diablo, all that. Sure. Uh, and it regularly retails for sixty-seven ninety-nine. Oh wow! So uh, five uh, and bucks at the five-dollar price point. Okay. Yeah. Coffee table book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the other one that's floating around this week is a Overwatch comic and keychain bundle. Oh, nice for four dollars. And if you're a fan of that, that's great thing that's, because that's good value. Yeah, regularly it'll retail anywhere from eight to twelve dollars. That's definitely good. Value. So, yeah, I I do that. I'd buy that for four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, not much else in the way of toys new this week. But no, a lot of those uh, snapships are still out there. If you oh, nice, them out yet. nice, nice, and. You were saying before that uh, different stores were getting different assortments. Yeah, uh, different. Well, it seems like each store is getting one particular version, oh, but different stores are getting different different uh, models. Yeah. So the saber, the uh, did you get any? I got two. You did it. Okay. Yeah. I did not, but I've I've been seeing people uh, post them online uh, and saying that they've really enjoyed uh, building them. Mm. So I'm like, oh, do I need to get into building toys yeah, oh. for five bucks? Play with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to start collecting another line. I really don't. No. Because Lord knows when the next one's going to come up, that'll be like, I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for coming to hang out with us uh, this week uh, for uh, Tuesday Night Random Fandom. Uh, we are back again on Sunday night with uh, part six of our Road uh, to Ahsoka a review series where we're going to take a look at uh, Ahsoka Tano through the lens of the essential Ahsoka Tano playlist over on Disney Plus. We'll be covering the three episodes uh, from uh, Tales, Tales of, of the Jedi. Jedi. So uh, that'll be an interesting uh, visit down memory lane. We just we just covered those not too long ago, mm-hmm. so in extensive still details. be uh, fairly fresh in our minds. But yeah, and who knows? We might get another random question. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll get asked what uh, what musicians we'd like to tickle. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me. I think uh, that's it for all. No more. Yeah, that's all. I'm out of stuff. All right, then. Uh, look forward to hanging out with you guys again on Sunday. And if you can't see us on Sunday, do come back again next Tuesday when we do this all over again and talk about all the headlines that we missed uh, in the last couple of hours uh, and anything else that catches our fancy. Mm. But until then, everybody, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.